Welcome, witches. Welcome back to another episode of the Still Rooms Grimoire. I'm your host, April Equilin. And I have to say that I have been waiting for a bit to do this, uh, this show and this interview because this is just something I've wanted to find out more information about. And I know a lot of you as well have wanted to find out more information about it. So without further ado, I would like to introduce you guys to Dex and Shalice from the Satanic Temple. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. So let's, let's get into it. Let's just, let's just start right off the bat. So what is, what is the Satanic Temple? Well, um, so to understand the Satanic Temple, it's probably good to start with a brief little blurb about what Satanism is, because mm -hmm. that's pretty foundational. So when we talk about Satanism and the Satanic Temple, we are talking about a non-theistic religion that's built around the central metaphor of the literary character of Satan. So we're talking about Satan as you'd find in like Paradise Lost or Revolt of the Angels, not Satan from like horror movies or Satan from, you know, the nightmares of evangelical Christians. Okay. Um, it's not the devil. Um, and so, you know, this central symbol of Satan represents personal liberation, the pursuit of knowledge and uh, rebellion against arbitrary authority. And the Satanic Temple, briefly, is a church for non-theistic Satanists who abide by our central ethos, which is the seven tenets. Okay. So is this, um, how is that different from like the the Church of Satan or like um, Luciferianism? Like difference, I'm assuming? Um, yeah, yeah, there there is. So when we talk about Satanism, so the difference between the Church of Satan and the Satanic Temple um, one of our similarities is that uh, we we all we both view Satan as a metaphorical representation of the ultimate rebel against tyranny, mm -hmm. um, and uh, you know there there are some there are some overlaps as far as you know people who take the take inspiration from the teachings of. Anton LaVey. Anton LaVey was the one who founded the Church of Satan in, in the 1960s and, um, uh, you know, take a lot of inspiration from, you know, the Satanic Bible, the Satanic Witch, things like that. But as far as philosophy goes, um, our <laughs> essentially our our belief that Satan represents uh, Satan represents, you know, the uh, um, enlightenment uh, represents the um, unbowed will, uh, the the ultimate, you know, rebel against tyranny, and that, you know, we take inspiration from the literary Satan. That's that's about where our, our uh, similarities begin and end. Mm -hmm. um, but where we where we differ is is pretty, pretty significant. Um, but, you know, basically, the highlights are that um, uh, that, uh, you know, um, uh, COS Anton LaVey took a lot of inspiration from uh, things like, you know, Might is Right, Ragnar Redbeard's Might is Right, which is uh, uh, kind of like a social Darwinist theory, uh, and also drew inspiration from Anne Rand, uh, who, um, you know, especially from uh, The Virtue of Selfishness and Atlas Shrugged, um, kind of like the exaltation of man's self-esteem and the sacredness of his happiness on earth. So, 
Um, those are heavily present in, um, in there. Uh, there's a lot of social theories and occultism and ritual magic that was taken from, uh, you know, other magicians such as, you know, Aleister Crowley. Mm -hmm. Um, and so there, there's a lot, lot of those, there are a lot of those elements within the Church of Satan that, um, you know, that, that very much differ from, from, uh, TST. Um, and also, uh, unfortunately due to the, uh, extreme individualistic nature of those who adhere to, uh, you know, LaVey's teachings, not not necessarily because of anything LaVey ever said, but just kind of the, the the overall culture of COS, they have a little bit of a Nazi problem. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they, they view it as a differing of political opinions. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of there, there are members of COS who are very openly um, you know, fa fascist and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, white supremacist in their, in their mm -hmm. ideology. And uh, they don't really do anything about that. Uh, they don't seem to mind it. So that's a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, philosophically speaking, there's a big difference there uh, that, you know, TST has, you know, taken, taken a lot of the foundations for what Anton LaVey did, because, you know, without Anton LaVey, Satanism as a religious philosophy just wouldn't exist. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he, he is the essentially the, the father of Satanism. And, uh, you know, there's there's a lot to owe there, um, you know, for what he did and, and how impactful that was. But, um, uh, you know, we, you know, we, we really don't uh, adhere to the social social Darwinism stuff of might is right. Um, you know, the the hierarchy, that hierarchy structure, um, you know, don't adhere to Ayn Rand and uh, Randian theory. Um, and, you know, instead we take way more inspiration from Enlightenment era values and, you know, uh, uh, see the world through the most uh, updated uh, lens of, of what we know to be true. And a lot of these things have been have been de uh, debunked. So, um, yeah, we're, we're just kind of the natural evolution in satanic theory and practice. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely a difference. So, like, what... I mean, I, I get it. So little background with me. I, you know, I, I am a practicing witch. I own a witch shop here in Florida. I get all the time when people come in and I mean, obviously nobody can, nobody can see our video, you know, here, but I see Dex, your, your banner in, in the, in the back. And I get all the time because I wear my, I wear my pentacle and everybody's like, oh, that's the, that's the sign of that's, that's satanic. That's the devil. And I'm just like, no, but you know, and you got to kind of go through and explain things to them. What are some like misconceptions that are, you know, common, like, you know, you hear about Satan worship or sacrifice or, you know, it being evil and, and things like that. Like, what are some of the misconceptions that you guys have to deal with? So there's two really big ones. And one of them, and, and they're, they're kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum, amusingly. One of them is that we're uh, a spooky social activist club. You know, we're the ACLU and black craft t-shirts, uh, <laughs> which is completely inaccurate. And, uh, you know, we're the Satanic Temple is known for activism. That's, mm -hmm. you know, what most people know us for. But the fact of the matter is most of what they think they know about us comes from events that took place in the first couple of years of the Satanic Temple's existence, uh, like, you know, the, the elaborate protest actions. That that all ended a long, long time ago. Uh, mm -hmm. The last time I'm aware of us doing a protest was in 2018. And, uh, and it wasn't anything like those early ones that you find in, say, the Hail Satan documentary. 
Um, and, you know, the reality is we're a church for Satanists. Um, the other opposite end belief that people have about us is that we uh, literally worship a devil and that, you know, a Christian devil specifically. Right. And so with that comes all the baggage that they think the Christian devil comes with. And, and we have to stop and remind people, hey, first of all, Satan isn't owned by Christianity. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the, the Satan of Judaism is not the the Christian devil, for example. The Satan of Islam is not the Christian devil. The Satan that appears in other uh, uh, West Asian cultures throughout history is not the Christian devil. In fact, the Christian devil, as we know it, you know, it has some origins in the Middle Ages, but it's not a biblical character. Not really. It's something they've clobbered together into a character centuries later. Um, and the popular belief in a literal Satan as the devil as we know it wasn't really, not really Christian canon until pretty much the 1970s and comes out of the United States in its love affair with, you know, satanic panic pop culture mm-hmm. more than any other thing. Uh, so I, like I come from a Jewish background, I was never Christian. And so for us, Satan is a lowercase noun. It just means adversary and mm-hmm. it can be anything. It doesn't, it's not a being. So like the serpent in the garden, you know, mm-hmm. in the Genesis story, mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. literally a snake, according to Jewish mythology. It wasn't Lucifer. It wasn't Satan. It was literally a snake and they could talk and had legs and then lost those things because of what happened. Uh, you know, and the and the various occurrences that we that people now think of as being Satan weren't seen as that. Satan was not always synonymous with Lucifer, was not always synonymous with the devil. These things were put together over the course of many centuries. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, former Catholic here grew up, you know, Catholic went to Catholic school and, you know, it was always the devil, the devil, the devil, Satan, you know, you're, you're going to hell if you do this. And, you know, it, it was basically fear put, you know, put on us and it's like, Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> no. So any other like misconceptions that you guys have to deal with from, I mean, I'm sure there's probably like a whole bunch, but like, is there anything else that sticks out? Um, I mean, I think a lot of misunderstandings come from what people interpret our intentions when it comes to the things that they see. So, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to the various campaigns we have, like after school Satan or religious reproductive rights, um, there tends to be a lot of miscommunication and misinterpretation of, of what it is we're trying to accomplish and why we do the things we do. So, you know, when it comes to our campaigns, specifically our activism, I mean, these are things that we do as an expression of our religious faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is also things that we do um, as a um, as a way to uh, retain, keep our you know our our, our religious rights um, and being able to be a religious people. So when you have something like after school Satan, um, you know people just assume that you know we're we're going in and we're recruiting children into Satanism, and you know that's not at all true. It's actually right. completely antithetical to our our philosophy and our practice. We don't recruit, we don't proselytize, and uh, we we certainly do not force children to be you know Satanists. Um, right. Uh, you know, Satanism is a as a self imposed self. Um, you know. Um, I don't want to say impose as a negative, but it's something that people come into. It's it's what I like to call a coming home religion. Mm-hmm. And um, I get that, you know. Yeah. And so that, you know, that is not something we have. We ever have any interest in imposing upon other people. And we don't want it. We don't want everybody to 
be a Satanist. Um, you know, we have no wares to sell. We don't have, in, uh, <laughs> uh, we, we don't have any, uh, you know, magical promises to give people. So, you know, there's just, there's no point, but, um, yeah. So, you know, with things like after school Satan, you have, you know, you have things like good news clubs, which are evangelical recruitment uh, clubs that go into schools and proselytize and recruit children. Mm-hmm. Um, and they utilize really abhorrent methods to do so. And, um, you know, people should have the ability. So now, so now that there's a precedent that religions can come into the public sphere and, uh, you know, do, you know, uh, you know, have access like that, um, you know, we feel that people should have have the option to not have their children be forced to do that. So, you know, we offer a, you know, a, a secular alternative. Yeah. Uh, and, absolutely. You know, yeah. 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 So, you know, you offer an alternative and you offer an alternative that's only, um, you know, we, we don't want to be, we, we don't want religion to be anywhere in the, in the public sphere. You know, we, mm-hmm. we really, we really want that, um, that wall of church and state to be made out of radioactive steel. But of course, uh, uh, that that is not that is just not the case. That's not the reality we live in. So where religion has been invited into these areas, we feel that, you know, if you're going to invite one, you have to invite everybody else. So, yeah, exactly. um, yeah. So, you know, something like an after school Satan club is is literally just it's a secular alternative. They're not being taught Satanism, uh, nothing like that. They're just there just there to have you know a fun time be kids and um you know and then you have things like uh you know the baphomet statue is a really good example of of um you know a way of uh equal representation you know it was offered to complement and contrast uh uh uh, uh ten commandment statues that were going up on capital uh grounds mm-hmm. in various states uh so if you're going to represent one you're, you're going to have to represent all so you know but we wouldn't want our baphomet statue to stand anywhere that did not have that didn't already have something like a 10 commandment statue present and then and then you know with religious reproductive rights i mean that's always something that you know takes a bit to explain um especially you know especially with with the overturn of roe v wade yeah we had a um you know we, we've been we've been battling religious rep- We've been fighting for religious reproductive rights for almost a decade now, mm-hmm. um, and it's something that you know we um, we've been doing in in various ways. When it comes to you know uh, saying that we're exempt from certain restrictions that people put on those seeking abortion care, um, because you know those restrictions uh, are not based on anything other than the state trying to make it more difficult, uh, next to impossible, for someone to seek medical care. So. Mm-hmm. You know, things like waiting periods, um, you know, forcing us to get ultrasounds, um, things like, uh, you know, forcing us to utilize that that waiting period to consider the state mandated uh, propaganda materials um, that they give you and they, you know, they, they tell you you need to do. So having exemptions from that, um, you know, we, we've been offering those for a long time and we've sued on the basis of those a couple times and uh, challenge those things in states like Missouri. Um, but, but now, I mean, we have complete all bans and, um, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to the topic of abortion, I mean, we have these two tenants that relate to our body, you know, we have one, one tenant specifically relating to our bodily autonomy, you know, one's body is inviolable subject to one's own will alone. And we also have a tenant speaking to basing your understanding of the world and the best scientific evidence available. And so when it comes to somebody making decising about their bodies um, and basing it off of the best medical science, 
um, to put any law into place or put any prohibition in place that does not allow you to, you know, do what it, you know, you know, uh, you know, make decisions about your body. Um, that goes against our that goes against our religious rights. It goes against our mm -hmm. deeply held beliefs, and we are not allowed to um, proceed forward, um, you know, with those. So that's kind of the basis of us challenging, um, you know, these laws, these these bans, uh, especially since a lot of states have passed RIFRA laws, which are, um, you know, uh, laws intended to basically, you know, give more rights to religious people than than you know any other right anybody has. Mm -hmm. um, um, so kind of utilizing that as a way to protect our, um, you know, protect our ability to, you know, be religious people and, and you know, go about our day as as that. And um, but, you know, after Roe v. Wade was overturned, um, you know, we've uh, there were there were a lot of people coming out and saying, if you join the Satanic Temple, then immediately you can get an abortion. You know, that was that was a big thing that came mm -hmm. out. But it was all over TikTok. It was all. Oh, over yeah, social media. I saw that all. all over yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and and that's one thing that, you know, we always want to make very clear to people is that, you know, um, joining the Satanic Temple um, just so that you can get access to an abortion. I mean, that's just not, um, yeah, that's just not true. I mean, that is, a, that's not a guarantee. That's not true. Um, you know, uh, we are, we are still legally challenging these abortion bans, uh, especially on the prem on the, on the basis of our, you know, religious rights. And, um, you know, we, you know, it, because the court system takes forever. I mean, we have all these, we have all these lawsuits right now and they're still making their way through the, the legal system. So, uh, you know, it's, you know, we're still, Still waiting on that. All the while, we've you know we we did provide um, help to those who who are at the focus of the lawsuits. So you know, at the very least, they were able to obtain what they what they needed. But mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not a guarantee, and um, you know, it's uh, you know even with the opening of our uh, religious abortion clinic, um, you know, we're still you know we're still trying to navigate that as well, and. Um, yeah, like these these things aren't a guarantee, and you know this idea you know correlates with, with the, the idea that we're just an activist group, um, and and you know being silly you know being silly atheists that are just uh, you know highlighting religion's hypocrisy and stuff like that that, that tends to come out a lot. So mm -hmm. yeah, those those are some other things that have happened recently that yeah, we uh, try to dispel. It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, and just and just even with excuse me the whole you know, like re reproductive rights and, and everything. I mean, just here, like in, in Florida, you know, ever since that, you know, Roe v. Wade and all of that things changed and now they're getting ready to change again. And it's like, mm -hmm. uh, it's like, okay, it's, it's, I, I hate it here. Um, <laughs> but anyways, we won't go into that. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I, I know what you mean about the whole um, people, kind of all over social media saying, oh yeah, just go join. I mean, I, I mean, I think for like a whole week or so, that's all that was on like my feeds on everything in social mm -hmm. media was, yeah, do this and you can, and you can have access to this and this and this. And it's like, no, that's not how this works, people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's not, and that's another thing we ever said. That's something other people misinterpreted from us and ran with. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's, Gotta love it how that stuff happens. So kind of going back to like the talk of Satan and the devil and stuff like that, what 
So we have, you know, you hear Satan, devil, Baphomet, Lucifer, same, different, what's, break those down. Well, I think uh, it, it depends on when you're talking about and who you ask. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said earlier, you know, the, the Satan of Judaism is not the same as the Satan of Christianity. Right. Uh, the Christian Satan is actually pretty unique amongst the bunch. Um, you know, as far as what the devil is, I guess you would say the devil is is the Christian version of Satan. Mm-hmm. Some Christians believe that that's the same as the fallen angel Lucifer, and some don't. Um, some Christians don't believe in either thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baphomet's just a completely different character. And Baphomet, you know, is a is a creation of uh, uh, the ceremonial magician Eliphas Levy, uh, working from mythology uh going back to the crusades uh you know one of the accusations made against the templar knights was that they were worshiping some for some pagan deity called baphomet but there was no depiction of baphomet yet it wasn't until uh eliphas levy drew baphomet in the 1800s that we had some kind of you know physical description of this thing but it's something that kind of got glommed onto satanism somewhere along the way early on uh you know if you look at the the history of western occultism you see the Baphomet character work its way into Satanism uh, through the various movements that preceded Anton LaVey. And, you know, then Anton LaVey brought the Baphomet character into the symbology of Satanism, and it's just kind of stuck with us ever since. Hmm. I have to say, I when I was in Salem back in December... Um, we went to the the temple and walked through and saw the statue, sat sat on the statue. That I was kind of like, I felt, especially just for me, I guess this is my, I don't know how I was brought up, schooled, whatever, since, you know, I did go to like Catholic school from kindergarten to 12th grade and, you know, Catholics and their statues and stuff, which are, you know, you don't, you don't touch, you don't, you know, you just kind of bow down and do whatever to it. They were like, yeah, you can, you can, you can sit on, on the lap. And I was like, wait, what, what? I don't, I don't understand this. This is like so foreign to me, but just being there and, and seeing everything and learning about everything. I was like, okay, this is, I, like you mentioned, it's like a coming home type thing that's that's exactly that kind of feeling from from being there so interesting yeah i i feel like a recharge every time i go there um i i thankfully only live a few hours away so i can just like drive there whenever i want yeah so as, i mean you think sitting on the statue or touching the statue people have fucked on that statue and filmed Jesus. it i mean yeah oh yeah uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Like, and not and not like once or twice i mean like it's, oh yeah it's a recurring thing it's a recurring thing yeah we're like the we don't the, we don't have saints, club, but uh, at the satanic temple with Beth. Yeah, and... we don't we don't have saints and and holy items in that regard the way you find in some other religions. Right. You know, uh, clearly, since that's like the closest thing we have to a central symbol. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Blasphemy. Blasphemy is very central to a lot of things that bring us um, catharsis, and uh-huh. so yeah, things like you know, so you know, uh people fucking on Baphomet or anything like that. Like, yeah, I mean, that that statue, 
whenever I see the Baphomet statue, kind of like what Dex said, there's a recharge. There's just, I, I look at this incredible piece of art and I, and I look at what it represents to me personally, how the creation of this is what, you know, brought me, brought me to know what TST was and my Satanism. I mean, it's symbolic of a lot of things for me personally, but it's symbolic of a lot of things uh, culturally as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's a significant piece of piece of art. And, you know, the idea that, that people are doing blasphemous things that actually brings me a lot of joy because it's just like this piece of art that inspires the blasphemy within myself inspires that in others. And right. I want it to continue doing that and um so yeah I love I love stuff like that if I hear like little whispers of like did you know this happened it's just like oh, yeah. <laughs> it's incredible cool. it's it's That's, yeah I can awesome. most of us I, I love it most of us have very little patience for puritanism and orthodoxy of any sort you know mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's like it's funny because when I when I was there you know obviously I'm you know we're walking through I'm taking it all in taking pictures you know, as, as much as I could. And, you know, as one does, because, you know, I, I don't care about stirring the pot and kind of, you know, making the, the, the pearl clutchers, you know, clutch them a little bit. So, you know, of course I post, you know, I'm at the satanic temple and, you know, this is an amazing place. And, you know, and yes, I'm a member and I could just, you know, once you put it out there, you can just, you know, the people that are like, oh, oh my goodness, I'm going to pray for you. It's like, oh, whatever, fine. You know, I sat on a statue and, you know, made some Baphomet oil that I charged and, you know, I'm just, I'm doing my own thing over here. So fuck you all, you know, so <laughs> just going along with that, like you, when you talking about getting that, that recharge, you could as somebody who, you know, I, I work with energy and stuff, there was that immediate feeling of that, like that charge and that just sense of, okay, this, it, it was almost like a, like a release, so to speak of just, all right, I needed this. I needed this, 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 this moment. So, and it was, it was, I, I like that. I can't, I can't wait to go back. I hope, you know, regularly to try to get up there. We usually try to, when we go up North, we go visit in-laws in New Jersey. And then on our way to New York, we usually try to make a quick stop in Salem. So, um, so we can go in, but, um, but yeah. So another question for you, and this is kind of coming from like the whole like wheel of the year type stuff. And I know that's separate from from you guys, but what are there any special times of the year, any holidays, ritual times or anything that are are specific to um, the Satanic Temple? Yeah, yeah, we we have a, a few we have a few of them. Um, so, you know, the thing about the thing about Satanism and it being a individualistic um, religion by by its very nature, um, not everyone celebrates holidays. Uh, mm -hmm. Some people celebrate more holidays than others. Um, you know, some uh, some people hold on, you know hold on to their 
cultural traditions like you know I know a lot of Satanists who love Christmas they Mm -hmm. love it they love everything about it you could not tell you you know you could not tell they were Satanists by how devoted they are to you know everything that you know it you know means that to them but um but you know as far as TST we have a few so uh one of them actually coming up but the the one that just passed uh Lupercalia which was February 15th it was it's Mm -hmm. a um a a celebration of bodily autonomy, sexual liberation, and reproduction. Um, Then you have Hexanoct, which is coming up April 30th, and we use that as an occasion honoring those who fell victim to superstition and pseudoscience, uh, whether by, you know, witch hunt, satanic panic, or other injustice. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have Unveiling Day on July 25th, which, uh, you know, is a celebration of religious plurality and shedding of archaic superstition. And this was actually when we unveiled the Baphomet statue in Detroit back in 2015. So that's kind of like Unveiling Day for us is like, you know, TST, very specific holidays centered around our, basically our existence. Okay. Um, and then of course, Halloween, October 31st, you know, uh, and then December 25th, we have Sol Invictus. So for those who, uh, you know, don't, uh, you know, don't like Christmas or whatever, uh, you know, this is a celebration of being, uh, being unconquered by superstition and consistent in the pursuit of sharing knowledge. Um, and so that's, uh, so that's, that's the one we celebrate. So those are our uh, quote unquote official holidays, but you know, that it's also, dependent on region we have other we have congregations all throughout the world and some of them have holidays that they have created for themselves that are very specific to their region and means a lot to them as satanists mm-hmm. um uh you know i think ireland just came out with one about uh you know relating to uh saint patrick and uh you know it's like the something of the serpent i the can't feast remember of, the feast it, of the serpent Feast oh, of the Serpent, that's okay. right. Yeah. yeah, and it's, yeah, very, yeah, very specific to that region and means very much to them as, you know, culturally. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. So th- those are the, those are the foundational ones, but people are encouraged to, you know, celebrate the things that have a lot of meaning to them. Oh, okay. And so like with, with that, with like celebrations and stuff, what about congregations and ways to connect? um, you know, membership and, and stuff. So how does one, I mean, I know, like I saw on the, on the website, you know, you can look for a congregation, but either how do you start getting involved with a congregation? If you don't have one in your area, can you, is like this something like that you can start? What about all that? So we have, um, Last I knew, we have congregations covering the entire United States and all of Canada and the okay. UK and Australia and Germany and I know Finland. So mm-hmm. uh, if you're in the United States and listening to this, there's a congregation in your area or there's what we call a candidate group. Candidate groups are uh, community groups that are you know supporters of the Satanic Temple that are recognized as being in the process of trying to achieve congregation status. Um, and those would not be on our website. So if you're not seeing a congregation for your state or province, then chances are there's a candidate group and you'll probably find them on Facebook. Okay. Um, that's that's usually, Facebook's still where a lot of our organization is being done, unfortunately. I say unfortunately because um, with Facebook's weird rules about names and other things and, mm-hmm. and what they consider offensive imagery and whatnot, we've had situations where entire congregations 
leaderships all lost their profiles on the same day, taking down community groups and public pages with them. Oh, and basically almost wiping out entire congregations by Shit. by leading their membership rosters. Oh. So, but anyway, for the most part, so here's here's how you join a congregation if there's one in your area. You mm-hmm. contact through whatever contact information they have um, on the website. And uh, generally speaking, there's usually an application that you fill out. Um, if it seems like you're sincere and you're not presenting any red flags off of your application, there's typically an interview process. Um, most congregations have uh, sort of a probationary membership period where they just kind of want to make sure that, you know, that you're not bringing in any red flags they couldn't catch earlier, you know, mm-hmm. like right, if you come right. in during your probationary period and you start trying to recruit for some other religion, or it turns out you're really racist, or you're hitting on all the women and they're uncomfortable now, or you're homophobic, things like that, you know, uh, will, or just confrontational all the time for no reason. Those are things that would probably, you know, prevent you from moving into a, a being like a full member of a congregation. But, you know, those things not being there generally it's just a matter of showing up and participating. And, uh, you know, they're not, congregations are not allowed to charge membership fees. So if someone's trying to charge you membership fees, they're not real. <laughs> they're scammers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that's important. Now, in fact, let me say this now for everyone listening. You never have to give the Satanic Temple money. You can become the head of our ministry program and never give us a cent. So don't, don't let anyone ever tell you you have to give us money for literally any reason. If you want to v- donate money to us through our website, great. We love it. But it's not a requirement for membership. It's not a requirement for being in leadership. Um, there is no no pay to play. That was one of the most important early principles that our co-founders set down. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to get ordained, there's a fee associated with the course. But that's because the course is really expensive to maintain. Right, and we right. live in a capitalist society and there's nothing we can do about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, but you don't have to be ordained to be a member. Um yeah, I feel like I've danced kind of all around this topic, and I'm not sure I actually answered your question. <laughs> I, I think that pretty much covers it. Yeah. I mean, you know, people can, you know, if people aren't around a congregation, there's nothing around, but they, pardon me, um, consider themselves a member, um, you know, I, I mean, you just sign up for your email, and if, you know, if you're a believer in the tenants and you consider yourself a member of TST for, you know, those reasons and maybe others, um, there you go. You're a member. Um, but as far as, you know, active involvement with the, con- with the, with the organization, that, that looks really different too. Um, some people find interaction and community with the local congregations to be really significant to them. Uh, other people can be members and that what speaks to them is, uh, active participation with the campaigns that we have. And that's, you know, that, that's what they do, or they can be members members that just want to consider themselves members and don't, you know, they don't get any, they, they don't necessarily need a, a community in their area. They don't necessarily need to be actively involved. Um, you know, things like the tenants or the things that TST does just speaks to them. And they, they kind of find that, um, you know, uh, find that to be satisfying for them in their, in their journey and their personal philosophy. Oh, and yeah, there is, okay. And there is a way to start a congregation on the website. If there's, if you don't have one in your area, uh, there's a start a congregation form, and oh, okay. uh, and and you have to know there's a very rigid process in place. You can't just be like, "Here's me and my friends. We're a congregation now." Right, no, right. You're, no, you're not. There's there's a lot to it. It's it's a lengthy, difficult, 
uh, process to do. I built a congregation. It was called a chapter back then. So did Shalise. And it's uh, it's like having um, an unpaid, almost full-time job. And it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work and coordination with the organization. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you got to do what you have to do. You just like say, you just don't want people popping up and saying, yep, we're a congregation now. Here you go. Yeah. And then going out and doing something stupid under our name and getting every, the whole organization discredited, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh, no. So how to kind of like, kind of wrap things up and everything, how can obviously like going to the website and everything and, you know, social media and stuff, but people who are wanting to learn more, wanting to maybe get more involved or, reach out to a congregation or people like what do you have any other like closing remarks things that people maybe might find helpful or like you know on this journey um i mean i would say just starting at the satanic temple.com is a really great place to start um mm-hmm. there's a there's an faq there there's a, a way for you to find local congregations and uh those have links to the social media and you know ways in which you can get a hold of them uh there's reading lists which you know we always encourage people to you know realize that you know the, the tenants are just the tenants are just the beginning um you know satanism is our religion we take that very seriously well you know we take that very seriously while also you know putting our nut sacks on on people's gravestones so we don't take ourselves yeah. too seriously but you know um you know it, it's one of those things where uh you know we we allow ourselves a little bit of humor uh, while also you know you know our, the things that are sincere to us are are very much you know taken that way but um uh, there's, um, so yeah, the website, um, that has a lot of lists and sometimes the, the, the local congregations, if they have websites, there's reading lists there, a lot of information, um, you know, Dex and I have done a lot of various interviews. They're all over the place. Um, if people want to learn more about TST, um, there's also our, our co-founder and a spokesperson, Lucian Greaves has a, a free access Patreon um, and he writes a lot of essays per, uh, pertaining to a lot of things that are currently um, happening within TST or relating to general philosophy. Um, and so he posts a lot of things there. It's it's free to access. And um, uh, I, I would say like, you know, deep dives in, in various things are good to find there. Um, let's see what else we've got. TST TV, the Satanic Temple TV, that's kind of like our media platform where there's a lot of stuff there where, um, you know, TST members have created uh, various things, like whether that's rituals, uh, virtual events, um, you know, like fun shows about various topics. There's a lot of documentaries on there that, you know, relate to Satanism and the occult. Um, so that, that one's really fun. And then they, uh, you know, they do free events on there too. Sometimes at least, you know, every Wednesday there's a free event. Um, yeah. What, what else Dex? I know I'm missing something. No, I think, I think that's really it. I mean, the bottom line is know what it is you're joining Mm because, um, you know, so many people just watch the hail Satan documentary and then join. And then they're pissed off that they're not going to go out to whatever protest is happening next, waving Satan flags. We don't do that. Right. <laughs> I want to make right. that very clear. We are not a protest organization. We are not an activist group. You are, if you join the Satanic Temple, you are joining a church for Satanists. That doesn't mean you necessarily have to be a Satanist to join. You don't. But just understand that that's the, that's the core concept of what you're getting involved with. And everything else is kind of tangential to that. 
Yeah, I mean, I would say that um, so that the Hell Satan documentary is uh, one that was done by, you know, Penny Lane. It came out in 2019 and um, it's uh, I think it's still available on Hulu and other platforms. But, you know, what what the documentary does well is um, it does it does talk a lot about a lot of the theory and the reasoning behind why we do the activism that we do. Um, unfortunately, it does not do a good job at um, really reflecting us as a religious people. Um, the topic of Satan does just not get brought up. Um, it's uh, very poorly presented as something that, you know, we use for shock value and it's, it's, it's really disappointing, but you know, it is what it is, but you know, if you want to, if you want a, a very good, I guess, introduction to, to TST, you know, that the founding, some of the history, I mean, you know, this is 2019 and so much has happened in the organization since then. So it's right. just, <laughs> you know, so it's it's a snapshot in time, um, definitely. But you know, background um, and the the kind of a lot of the theory and the the reasoning behind you know why we do the the activism that we do, it's a good place to start. Um, but you know, we we really do like to emphasize to people that this is a this is a legitimate religion to us. You know, we mm -hmm. are religious people first. Satanism right. is our religion, and, and um, our tenets, our deeply held beliefs, the reasons why we. Um, uh, we utilize Satan as uh, as the central metaphor is, you know, part of the inspiration and almost, I mean, for me, entirely the inspiration for why we do why we do the things we do. We are actively doing the things that we do because, um, yeah, Satan didn't stand by and let things happen. And neither yeah. shall we. There you go. There, That's right. there you go. And it's, you know, having it where, you know, yes, it is your religion. It's not just something it's not just something that's like the it thing. It's not just something that's, oh, I think this is cool to do. And we're going to do this for like this month. Yeah. Um, our lives would be so much fucking easier if we didn't call ourselves <laughs> Satanists. Our lives would be so much easier. We wouldn't be getting th bomb threats and HQ yeah. getting arson attacked. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. clearly this means something to us. Yeah, exactly. It, it, exactly. It's just, you know, gotta love it when people just like to do something just because oh guess what it's popular right now and this is what we're gonna do and think it's like no big deal so uh i want to know like really quick you mentioned um the um the tv the the tst tv is that something that, that people can find on the website or is that some yeah you know i think so now that I said it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just the satanic temple TV. Hang on. Okay. Let me look it up. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Let's look at that. Let's look at that again. We can go. We can Google it. We can. Yeah. We can, we can go to the Google. Yeah. It, so it's just the satanic temple TV. Okay. Yeah, okay. And that'll bring you to the satanic temple TV. Perfect. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of cool stuff on there. Yeah. yeah. I like, I like to give people, you know, just anywhere that you can get information. You're like, everything I say, like with my, like with my witchcraft practice and things, when people can be, I'm like, you need to go and you need to research. You need to find the information you need to, you need to seek it out and learn. And any way I can share that with, you know, with people, um, is great. And having, like you mentioned the, the reading lists and the, you know, the website and the TV and the social media, I just want to make sure we cover, cover all the bases. So this, this has been really good information. I thank you guys so much for, for taking the time to chat with me and go over some stuff. And hopefully this, 
you know, some people who are listening, if they've been thinking about this, maybe it helps them on their, on their journey. I know it's definitely given me some stuff to look into and, um, kind of get some more information. So I think this was great. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for, thank you for also taking the time, um, to, you know, you know, reach out and ask us about us. It's, uh, you'd be surprised how many times we hear about ourselves from, uh, uh other people. So, yeah. Who we are. <laughs> yeah, thanks for talking to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I I like to get it, I like to get it from the source. So, okay, well, thank you guys so much for joining us this week. This has been a production of the Still Room Music by Breakmaster Cylinder. Uh, don't forget to check out our Facebook group, Awaken the Witch, where we just, you know, chat about all sorts of things. It's a very safe place. And uh, as per usual, you can find us on all socials for the podcast and the shop. And I will make sure to link all of the information for the Satanic Temple in our show notes. So thank you guys again. And uh, take care, witches. Blessed be. Blessed be.